With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Greg Smith, Big Ten college football writer for FoxSports.com, and you're tuned in to the Earnestly Speaking Podcast. This is the Happy, Happy Hour, Hour Network. Network. Pay attention, son. This is for your own good. The Earnestly Speaking Podcast is a show that is founded on free-flowing conversation and may at times venture into mature subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, Ernestly Speaking Podcast. Let's get it. I'm a giant in New York, in Miami carry heat. So much more in store, my product can flood the street. Opinion Nation Godfather, CEO. Puff in the late 90s, gon' see me blow. Oh, got my hustle on, no imitation of that. Army of untouchables, Opinion Nation staff. Never an all season, homie. Check the numbers. Heart drop in my own right, supplying southern comfort. Earnestly speaking, my ego is well fed. Earnestly speaking, you're too feeble. No threat. See him like a hurricane. You're a mild breeze. Earnestly speaking, leaving Eli a dynasty. Shake. All right, one another edition of the Earnest Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Ernest EJ Christian. Uh, on the line with me now is uh, my man Antoine Steely of G's and Sports.com. Sports Talk Florida. Uh, Pro Player Insiders. Many, 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 many publications. Antoine Steely, what's up? Yeah, how you doing, huh? Not much, man. You sound tired. You, I, I, I know you, I, I've noticed you've been at Dolphins camp a lot in the last couple of days, man. It's, tell me tell me how hot it is out there. It's really hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as hot as it's uh, going to be in July and August, but it's it's pretty warm out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i here driving around the city right now. You know, this, this is a... You know, just doing regular things. I mean, it's not even, it's not even August yet. Because typically in Florida, I mean, in Florida, it gets hotter in August, September. We're yeah, really, yeah, we're really right? August. Yeah, August yeah. is really hot. Yeah, but yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, we're mid June. It's already mid nineties. I'm like, what? No, yeah. don't tell me this. <laughs> don't tell me this, man. I mean, I don't, I don't mind hot weather once in a while, man. But I mean, this early in the year, come on. I, I, I can deal with the weather. I don't like humidity. That that to me that that there's that, there's no skill there for me. Well, you're in the wrong state there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I I I've been in the wrong state since 1989. <laughs> so, anyway, Golden Warriors win their first title in 40 years. Um, very cool story, actually. To be honest with you, I I was rooting for the Warriors in the series. Uh, mainly because of the fact I, I love the storyline. I, I, I thought I I love that fan base. I think that fan base. Was so so supportive, even in the, in the bad years. I always felt that families was always, always underrated. Um, and you remember when they made made a couple of runs in, in the last ten years, twenty years, you know, the old seven team, you know, the scenes with, with the run PMC. They always had a, a great, you know, a great uh, fan support. I always felt that families was so underrated. And then you see in the last couple of years make that make the uh, the leap to the uh, top of the uh, of the league, and, and now culminated with this year's uh, NBA title. Um, 
one of ten, I guess for you, uh, how impressive are you, are you, were you with this Warriors team this year? Um, I mean, well, considering like I didn't think they would win the championship, I would say a nine. I mean, you know, they they had a really good team, uh, winning sixty, I mean, sixty seven games in the regular season. That's a great accomplishment, and you know, to cap it off with a championship, which I honestly think they they didn't they wouldn't win the championship. So it was a good accomplishment, and. You know, I don't know if they would go down as one of the all-time best teams, but I do think that, you know, what they did was, you know, a good accomplishment, and, you know, they won the championship, so it should be celebrated. But sadly, we're not really, really celebrating it. But, but that's the thing, too. You, you mentioned that. You said that, you know, they're all-time great teams. The thing is, all the analytics favor them. Like, you saw last night, the no stars last night, that they, this is the third winningest team in NBA history behind the Bulls, minus and nine seven teams. Um, and then you look at the... You all, all the uh, frequency numbers, you know, number one in defense, number one offense, the historic point differential they had there. To me, I've been saying all along, and I, I don't think people use a lot of context when they make these arguments, you know, that this, in this one bubble, one season, this was the most dominant team we've seen, you know, since the 96 Bulls. Uh, well, if you look at statistics, yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you look at it like that, then yeah. Um I just, I got a feeling this team, you know, you look back, unless they start rolling out championships, nobody's going to, I won't say nobody, but it's going to be rarely talked about. Sort of like people don't talk about the Dallas Mavericks team a lot winning the championship. That's kind of what it reminds me of. So unless they start going on the dynasty, which they certainly could. I mean, they got a good team with Steph Curry and, you know, Clay Thompson is there. So they definitely, uh, it's a chance for them to, to definitely um, repeat or get win another championship down the line. But I just, have that feeling that, you know, it's not going to be as talked about as some of the other ten championship teams in the past. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I actually tend to agree with that also, too. I, I think I, what I do think is this, is if they win another one next year, then you'll start hearing more of the, oh, this is a Yeah, I agree. Thing. You know, I, I think they need to pat out a couple more. A lot of teams, a lot of championship teams, you know, you know, and you've seen it. We've, we've both been watching this game for a long time. You know, a lot of teams that win titles, they go through adversity. Now, you could argue and say, yeah, they lost San Antonio two years ago. But to be honest with you, when they, when they lost San Antonio two years ago, they, that wasn't really, you know, I mean, let's face it, that wasn't something that they, 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 they should have been there. I mean, to be honest with you, they, they, they you know, beat Denver in the first round and upset, you know. And, yeah, they, they took two games out of, uh, out of San Antonio, but we didn't really think they were, they, were, they were that serious. Last year, of course, they, you know, didn't have bogus for most of the season, you know, lost the Clippers in the first round. We thought the Warriors was one of those teams, that, okay, they're a good 50-win team, they make the playoffs, might flirt with a conference final, but that's, that's their ceiling. You know, I think for this team, and I remember saying this on a, on a radio show a couple weeks ago, you know, a lot of the problems with the Warriors, perception, like if I, to, if, if I told you Golden State Warriors, you're like, whoa, okay, uh, okay, not impressive, whatever. But I think the perception has to be in hindsight. Like, even in the series when they won, I mean, the, the, coming out of the series, there's not too much of a, I don't say negative, not too much negative, but I, I don't think people aren't solely high on this team moving forward because of the West and because of the fact that they, you know, a one-man Cleveland team, you know, pretty much just uh, home around most of the series until, like, until last week. So, I, I think the style, Yeah, they're going to win another one. If they win another one, you know, then I can say, yeah, then you just start taking the team a little more seriously. Although I think this team is, is, is looks pretty good for the next, next couple of years, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's just, I think this style of play has a lot to do with it. I just think, you know, also, like you said, uh, just the fact that, you know, their perception and, you know, the fact that they, you know, they hadn't, you know, they 
they hadn't been in that, you know, level for a while. So people perceived them differently as opposed to, you know, somebody like, well, LeBron really in his own brand and he's as big as what he is. So yeah, it takes time to change that, but no, they have definitely have time to, you know, change that by winning another championship. We'll see if it happens. But obviously they're not the uh, favorite to win the championship next year and odds, but you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they won't win it. Well, I, 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 I heard Cleveland was the favorite. Yeah, the um, one. Yeah, the uh, the the uh, where were the Warriors? Number two? Um, I didn't I didn't see I just heard that Cleveland was uh, three to one. Hey, I'm sure they're somewhere at the top two or three. I'm about to look it up. See, see, see this is why this is why I hear Cleveland because their track to get there is easy. You know, LeBron will be here again in the next couple of years probably because unless, unless it's a major pull in the East, like unless somebody in the East strongly challenges this team, I I, I don't see anybody really be honestly that's going to do that. Um, I. I just don't. I, I just don't. You know. I, I think it's safe to say that LeBron and company will be here at least those two, three years. Yeah, yeah. As long as he's in his prime, which I think he has another two or three years left at least. So yeah, I definitely think they definitely have a nice run left in them. Where they're going to make the finals in almost a few times in a row. Right. Um. Look at the West, though. Let's look at the West, because like here's the thing: the Warriors. You know. They look pretty good for the next couple of years. I mean, it's just the contracts in terms of, uh, in terms of just how they look in terms of everything else, the landscape. The the West is going to go through a major shakeup possibly the next year or two. I mean, we don't know who's going to the Spurs. Kawhi can leave San Antonio. We don't know. I, I mean, we think it's a thing in San Antonio, but he might leave. Um, OKC is one more year of this group probably. Uh, the Clippers are always a, a storyline that you have to watch out for. They they could. May or may not be in the mix in the next year or two because of maybe John Jordan leaving, maybe Chris Paul being traded. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of movement in the West, and I think the reason why I think the Warriors are so a team, I think that, that could be a team in the future, like that could be great, is because the fact that they have the most stable situation, probably probably any team in the league. To be honest with you, um, moving forward, I mean, Steph Curry is, is like now the 55th highest player in the league. He's done a new deal in two years. Uh. Clay Thompson was just locked up for his five-year contract uh, last summer. That's a value deal right now. Um, by the time the Curry's deal's up, leave you off the book. They leave you off the books already. Andrew Bogut off the books already. All the all they got to worry about really this summer, really, uh, Antoine, is, is Draymond Green. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think he's gonna stay, even though, like I've heard, you know, teams want you know wanting his services, unless somebody's gonna really overpay for him, which is possible, you know, and definitely the NBA. Um, but I, I definitely see him staying. But you know, I know, I know uh, people talked about Detroit. Obviously, you know the ties. He went, he went to Michigan State, so yeah. uh, that's obviously where the ties of that come from. But uh, you know, I would have a hard time believing he was he would leave. But even even so, I still think they would be a contender. You know, not saying they would win a championship, but I still think they would you know be up there and up a lot of the West. Well, I mean, I, I would put, I, I would still say, and I said this a couple weeks ago too. I said I, I would still put OKC, assuming Durant's healthy. Assuming they keep Enos cancer, and assuming that core is still there for more year, I was still put OKC the favorite in the West. Just because it's one more year possibly of this core, and I think for one year, an angry Durant, a Durant who's going to be, you know, Durant's going to be going to be uh, licking his licking his wounds and start, and want to get ready to come back fired next year after this disaster of the season that was for him. You OKC to me is the favorite to win the West next year, in my opinion. But I think. Golden State after that is, is right now. Man, the, the only thing I will say that even though I, I've seen Billy Donovan, you know, play, I mean, he coach at Florida, it's like what style of basketball is he going to have? You know, run with the team. I'm not saying that's going to make a heat that much of a difference. 
I'm just curious to see, you know, how that's going to, you know, translate, you know, next year with the two superstars, obviously Durant and Westbrook. That's true. That's true. Um, so, quickly, if you had to put a favorite in the West, who would you put a favorite next year? Uh, I, I mean, I guess I would, I would just take Golden State just because they won the championship. That doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to win that's it. Boring, uh, Come on. That's a boring pick. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to win it. I'm just saying who, who do I think is the favorite? Just like, you know, who do I think should be the number one team in the country when the, um, preseason college football polls come out? That doesn't necessarily mean I'm, I think they're going to win it. I just think, you know, they should be the favorite. Now, yeah, those, now if you ask me who I think, who would I pick to win it, that's a different, that's a different discussion. Then who, then who are you picking to win next year? It's early forecast, buddy. It's early forecast. I know it's mean, too early, but you know, like I said, we got free agency and all that, but. You know, I'm gonna go. You know, I thought, I'm gonna go with the Clippers to get over the top. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I, I think it's possible. I mean, you know, I definitely like the Lance Stevenson. You know, I'm curious yeah. to see how that's gonna work out. Yeah, you know, yeah. With, with that, uh, with that, with Chris Paul and obviously Blake Griffin. If that work, if that he can come back to the player that he was in Indiana, they definitely got a shot out there in the web. And he, he addressed a position that was definitely in dire need of addressing too. Yeah, you know exactly. So that's something that you look out for. Yeah, I like, I like that pick too. I think, I think if, they, if they can hold on to Yannis Jordan, I think they will. I think that move, uh, you know, getting out uh, you know, Spencer Hawes and you know Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, yeah. Matt Barnes pretty much just uh, you know he's just a, a, a marginal player at this point now in his career. Um, I think Lance being there, I, I, I like I, I like that. And I like Memphis too as well. Like Memphis is another team that I really like. It's just well, a matter yeah, of uh, them uh, getting over well, the top without a go-to guy. That's really the main thing. Uh, also, assuming too, Marcus Saul is also going to be uh, there next year, which I think he yeah. will. Yeah, I do too. I don't see yeah, him so. anywhere. Um, you know, it, well, so this point about the series of about the uh, the aftermath of this uh, finals, I think, is the fact that we're ta- talk- talking more about LeBron and his legacy and the two and four and all this stuff and the and the stupid George Harrison. To me, I, I mean, this should be about Golden State, <laughs> not about LeBron. I mean, look, we know and look. I said I was one of the guys that said that if this got to Game Seven, you have to consider LeBron an MVP. Um, but I, I get it, LeBron is the best player in the world. He, he is my long shot. But this is about Golden State for the end of the day. Well, you, well, you know what? Running. People were people were arguing me down. Some people argue me down about that on Twitter last night. Yeah, I, I, I read your article. I read your article. I read your article about but, that. But you know what? It's about it's a, honestly it's about. People don't understand when I say best player in the world. I'm not saying best player of all time. That's what people they get confused. Like that's LeBron. LeBron's the best player, basketball player right now. Period. Like in the current state of 2015, not of all time, but it, well, if you ask some people, he might be. But it's just my opinion. Like right now, he's the best, and it's not even close. I, I don't understand what people you have a problem with that. What, what what makes people believe that's not that's not a, a, a fact? I mean, seriously. People just dislike LeBron for whatever reason. I don't know. I like people people dislike him like he um you know cheated you know he he messed around on their girlfriend or something like that. I don't understand. It. Like I I disliked LeBron in the past. Like I'm guilty of that, but it was more or less off the court stuff. It had nothing to do with you know him on the court. People yeah, well, yeah that's all stories. Yeah, yeah, I mean I'm, I'm not I'm not. I'm not that comfortable with you, this LeBron thing. This last year, man, you've been like this whole, like, that's my boy, LeBron. I mean, that, that, yo, I don't know if you're trolling me or you're trolling other South, South Florida PD fans, but you, it, it, whatever you're doing, it's working because it's getting it's gonna on my skin now, bro. We're now in June 15. <laughs> Nine months later, you're still doing this crap, man. Seriously. 
I do I do have a do no appreciation for LeBron though. I really do. Like you how could you not like what he did and putting the team on his back and not complaining and you know, yeah, I mean I, I have a whole lot of different respect for the man. And the fact that he's not in a heat uniform anymore. That has oh, hey, 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 oh, there you go. Oh, you for me. Yeah. How, how, how are the Hornets this year? But how are the Hornets? And the Lakers, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we can go there. I mean, my team was trash year, too, though. We got all, all the teams. Neither team made the playoffs. None of those teams made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, my team just had, had legitimate reasons to miss the Well, whatever. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, they all stunk. They all stunk this year. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So you had no problem with his comments, though, about this, this great certain world comments. You had no problem. I love that. I, I love a defiant. I love my athletes defiant. I love when they do that. Yeah, I, I think it's, it was more or less conditioning his mind and the team. Like, it had nothing to do with him just saying, you just, you know, being arrogant. It's just like he's trying to condition his own mind. Like, yeah, I'm the best player. I'm probably put instill confidence in me and the team. You know, just really conditioning his own self and own mind. It has nothing to do with him being arrogant. So I had nothing to, I had no problem with him saying what he did. Right. You know, you know, you know what my problem with this whole Jordan comparison? Let me, tell you my, let me tell you my biggest gripe with the Michael Jordan comparison with LeBron James. It has nothing to do with the 6 and I, I have a lot of them, too. I have here, a lot here, of them, too. Here's, I'll hear here's, yours first. Here's my main gripe with the whole thing. Here's my, my main gripe. It has nothing to do with... And, and it's funny because nobody talks about this stuff. Is that, first off, the comparison is stupid, number one. Let me tell you why. Because exactly. if They're you know players. basketball, yeah, if you know basketball and the way they play, they don't even play the same way. Exactly. Their style plays different. Exactly. Like, I mean, you, you're, you're better off comparing LeBron to Magic Johnson or something like that. Or, you, of a, or Kobe to Jordan. That's what I always yeah. thought. That was the better comparison. Yeah, I mean, like, to me, like, you, are you really, really I, 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 I get I think a lot of the reason why people always try with Jordan, especially now that the, the, a lot of the Jordan narrative, yeah, there's a lot of Jordan fans, obviously, but of, I think I think a lot of people annoy with LeBron because of the ESPN cover stuff, and I get that. I get yeah. that. He, he, even, even, even when he was in Miami, you know this, too. I said this to you also. Even when he was in Miami, I hated it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I'm I, I couldn't say it. But just the fact that the comparison alone like, those guys don't even have the same style of play. They don't. It's not even, that's, it's not even close. Yeah, that, 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 to me, that alone bothers me. That just bothers me a lot there. Yeah, I think just people just, George's the best player. Well, universally, people think he's the best player of all time. You know, it depends on, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I usually say Michael Jordan, but it's a case to be made for Magic Johnson and um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as well. But, you know, that's a different topic. What I will say is just, like, I think people, hold Jordan so, so high because, you know, they they just, because he's their hero. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to, you know, see somebody supplant their hero. So they try to, you know, down LeBron James and what he's doing. And you feel like you have to choose one or the other. Just like people feel like they have to choose between Kobe and LeBron. And I think you should appreciate both of them. Well, let's be real. First off, let's get the reality here. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, this is where and no, not to say you can make the argument. That's what I meant. Yeah, right. Here's where it gets here's where it gets annoying for me, is that, and I, and I and I tell all the Jordan, all the Jordan, you know, defenders this. I'm with you. I'm agreeing with you. But here's the problem I have with you guys is that when you defend Jordan, you defend him in such a horrible way that you make no sense defending him. Like to me, your defense of Jordan. It's lazy. It's okay. It's oh, 
six for six, and he was six and on the finals, and you exactly. know, he's a stu- I, 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 that's lazy. Give me some exactly. context. Exactly, and it's you know for me it's just like yeah it's, he talking about it's six for six, but it's just, it has nothing to do with you know. If you're going to compare the players, compare, like, their styles of play or, you know, what one particular player does well or things like, you know, you're playing, you're, you're comparing a record, you know. Right. And it goes back to what we've had previous conversations about this. People look at championships and measure, you know, success on championships with their player. But, you know, I don't think that's necessarily um, fair because, like I say, one, you know, you got Bill Russell, who a lot of people consider a top five player. He won 11 championships, but nobody says he's the best player of all time. But yet we kind of make the rules different for Jordan, you know, with his six championships. But he he has double Jordan. He has double Jordan rings. I mean, if if, 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 you, if Jordan stand, if Jordan defenders want to go go that route, Bill Russell has double Jordan's ring count and play and play less. I think play less years. Yeah, yeah. Like we pick and choose what we want as far as stats and things like that, just to make the play, just to make our argument sound good. And I don't think, I think it's ridiculous. Like the six and, six and oh record, I mean, finals record, you know, and my thing is like, could Jordan do what LeBron did, you know, as far as like with, with no supporting cast, what he's gotten this far? I have a hard time. With, I'm, no, I'm not no. saying Jordan, no. I'm not saying Jordan's worse than LeBron. I'm not a good, goodest player than LeBron. I'm just saying like, I don't know, but his skill set and what he does well, he could have, he could have got that thing that far. No, 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 no. I know we can say no. Let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why we can say no because Jordan did this at one point. Had to do this. Yeah, he did. You know, I saw it. Jordan's early before Jordan won his six titles against Detroit. You know, and against Boston. Those teams were those teams were similar to what LeBron has here, but right, not as not as bad as LeBron's uh, 07 Cavs and Detroit Cavs in the finals. But they were similar, and Jordan can get over the hump. Yeah, yeah, and that was, yeah, those were tougher teams too. But yeah, he. He tried, like, you know, so I just think it's so difficult to, you know, with the cards LeBron was played, and it's so difficult to, you know, to get to get that far, you know, as far as he did anyway, without a healthy Kyrie Irving and then Kevin Love going out in the first round. So I, I really can appreciate both of them, and it's sad that most people, some, some people can't. Right, I agree. Um, I, I, This is kind of a stupid question, but I'll ask him because I'm not really to, I mean, I guess it's okay to have this debate for one, too, but. I, and I don't, I don't always ask you this stuff because I mean, you and I we go beyond just the the obvious you know carnal you know way of thinking sportsman. Like we don't want to oh top five all time. But how, how are you viewing LeBron now? I mean, seeing what we saw this final, seeing what we've seen the last really the last five six years, you know, this is game elevate. So it, you know, since you know leaving Cleveland through Miami, now this year in Cleveland, how are we viewing LeBron James now in the broader scope of the all time greats? I mean, surely he's top ten for you, but. Has he climbed that level out for you now? Yeah, I mean he was he was already top ten like years ago. I thought like I thought once he won his first championship, I was like I was okay with putting him in the top ten. And then you know he won another one, and obviously this performance right here, I, I think you know he's top. He's he's one of the top five or six best players you know of all time. Just his skill set. He you know I made a comparison to him and um, you know Randy Moss to the because they have like physical athletic ability, right? Like and nobody's had that athletic. Nobody that ever played the game has the athletic ability of LeBron James. Much like you know Randy Moss is like he was so athletic, 
you know, he's even more athletic than Jerry Rice and, you know, had all the physical gifts. Doesn't necessarily mean I think he's better, you know, Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice. It's the same thing, you know, with LeBron and Jordan. I just think that, you know, he has a few more years left in his prime and he's going to continue to climb that ladder. And, and maybe when it's all said and done, we look it back and say he's one of the top two or three best players ever. Yeah, um, I, I sure same sentiment. I mean, I I always say I choose to wait till the tail end of his career, like where Kobe's at now, for example. I mean, Kobe's not gonna make that's not gonna get any better now at this point. Kobe, it's almost certain what Kobe where Kobe is now. He's gonna be Kobe. He'll be where he, he he's he's stuck where he's at. Um, with LeBron, there's still a lot more time to change the narrative. And I, I, I almost choose to wait to wait until close to the end of his career. I rather wait to like maybe you know, five years before I start like having that discussion. Now, if you ask me right now, I expect him to be top five all time, probably top three. Yeah, he could be. He could. He could be. I wouldn't have much of an argument with it. He definitely you could know, be, so. especially what he did. In the final. Like he was everything. He was better than both teams. Like he led both teams in points, rebounds, and assists. So that's yeah, really that's all game, you man. need to know. I just wish people. I, I just wish people put more time to appreciate the talent instead of like knocking it and trying to poke holes at it. Because look, look, once he's gone, he's gone, bro. Once he's gone, yeah. he's not coming back, man. You spend time knocking this guy, poking holes in this guy's game, you know. And here it is, you, you're, you're, everything's past tense now. Like you're, it's, you can't roll that back, you know. Yeah, that's why you know I don't understand that at all because you know people you know when you when he's gone they're gonna want it they're gonna appreciate it more because uh, they're gonna look back and see the stats and everything he's done and like you know damn LeBron was a very good player but I didn't appreciate him because I was hating on him so much. No, so, no, yeah. and, and I can say that too because I, that was me and Kobe in the earliest career. Now thank God I, I recovered like in the mid two thousands, but earliest career you know I I I, I could have said Kobe Bryant. And that's fine. A lot of people felt, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people felt the same way about him, too. But, you know, you know well, I think I people, mean, I think the tide started to um, turn around, especially when uh, he won his first championship without Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, he, he, he became more himself. Like, he became more defiant. Yeah. That's what he is. You know, and I, 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 think, I think you're going to see more of that LeBron now moving forward. I think you see more honest LeBron. I think you're going to see more of that defiant LeBron. I think what we saw... Uh, this with all these press conferences now, and this, you know all this stuff and the passive. I think you'll still be passive aggressive, but I do think you'll see a lot more honesty out of his mouth now. Because as you get older, you know it's like okay, look, you, you can't you can't control everybody. Not everyone's gonna love you, so just be who you are. That, that's everybody. That's life in general. You see a lot of you know. You, that's why you see a lot of older people. They just don't care anymore. They just say whatever. You know, like Don Shula saying the Patriots are cheaters. He doesn't care anymore. He's like, what are, what are they going to do to me? So it's kind of the same thing. As you get older, you just stop trying to please people and just really please yourself. Right, right, right. I, I'm with you, man. Um, a little baseball talk quick, quick, quickly. Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on this whole St. Louis uh, Cardinals FBI investigation, man? Oh, it's, you know, it's it sounds like some very, very heavy stuff. I mean, you know, I read it and, you know, I was reading it at the uh, – you know, I was at the mini count reading it and I was like, Wow, the FBI's involved and you know, they're hacking into email accounts. You know, it's it's definitely heavy duty stuff, um, all because, you know, one of the car you know, the guy who's the general manager of the Astros was part of the Cardinals organization. So yeah, they it seemed like they were a better situation and, you know, they just decided to try to um hack into the account and the Astros really he pretty much did, he's pretty much bringing what they did at the Cardinals to the Astros and that's why they're getting a lot of 
you know, prospects. And now they're starting to re-reach the reward of what the, you know, all those bad years and they have, they're one of the best teams in the American League. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tricky situation and it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. But yeah, this is why Manfred's the, um, the new commissioner. This is his first bit test to see what he does, you know, with this whole thing. Cause it's going to be very interesting to see what, um, what comes out of this. Cause if it's, if this is bad as what it says, what, um, it seems like this is, this is anything worse than what the Patriots have done. Like, the past, yeah. like, 10 <laughs> Well, it's funny, the first, all the memes that came out yesterday when this, when this came out, like, the first thing you see is, uh, all the Bill Belichick, uh, you know, because he, you know, I guess he's friends with some of the guys in the organization of the Cardinals. Um, so, um, you know, you see all the memes out there. Oh, Belichick could be attached to this, but I like, come on. But, but I, what I will say is this, though. The first thing I thought of when I, when I, when I saw this news drop was, what is, what is the San person going to get their, uh, their, their scandal? Cause like it's like all the all the good teams we look at as stable and you know do it the right way and this is the way this is how you model your franchise. The Patriots are that way, of course. Some of those Cardinals are certainly not. And they're one of them. They're one of the top three in sports. Right. So now, so now, so now, so my thing was okay. So when is the Denver Broncos going to get their get their scandal going? A couple of years, you know. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting to see, like how people react. I think people are more surprised by anything. That's why you hadn't heard as much backlash. They're, they're a likable team, as opposed to the Patriots, who are you know are more are not likable. To keep it honest. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I guess it's the Boston angle. That's probably one of one. But number two, also, I think the scandals. Be, I think the scandals be more more unlikable. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, your Red Sox, man. What's up with them, man? God. Well, when you can't hit and you know you you know your pitching sucks, then you get. You know the bottom of the hell East, and yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, that you know they can't, they're not doing anything well. I mean, David Ortiz looks, you know, like a shell of himself, even though he's been better lately. Um, the pitching, you know, with the joke coming into the season, and it still remains that way. And you're not going to win that way. You know, you have a over five ERA. You know, one of the worst. I still think it's maybe the worst in the AL. You're not going to win that way, especially when you're hitting like 240. So they they got a lot of issues. I don't know if they don't I don't know how they can work it out, but they like they may be they may be headed for another um the third last place finish out of the four past four years. Does John Fro make it to uh to the end of the year? Um, uh, well, I, I think I think he um uh, they signed him to the Yeah, I know, right here, but I would be surprised if they fired him now. Like it's no Nothing good is going to come from letting him go. Like the roster is flawed. You already fired the pitching coach. That has, that show that hasn't worked. I mean, you fired him. That's not going to do any good either. I mean, I know the divi- know the division is still wide open, but it's, it's the roster. Like I don't care who you bring in. It's the roster. You know, it's not very good. So it is what it is. Like you, you made they made a lot of bad decisions, and you know, signing Sandoval and Handel Ramirez was not a good decision. So they're going to have to live with it. I'm trying to. I think I'm just trying to see how much how much a leash, how much of a leash a World Series championship gives you because you did remember this one World Series less less two years ago. So yeah, you get you get a mulligan. I think last year was his mulligan. Now, well, now it's two years in a row now. I mean, yeah. So, and Boston fans are impatient, especially with the high ticket price. That's right. I mean, that's the that's the wrong market to 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 turn on you. I mean, that's the wrong market. They, they will. They don't care how long ago you you won. They will turn what? you. They fired Terry Francona. He won two of them. And they weren't making the playoffs. They missed the playoffs um, the two years after. They missed the playoffs two straight years. Including you know, the last. Including the last. Yeah. 
in 2011, they collapsed and they fired him. So John Farrell should be worried, definitely. <laughs> and that man won too well. He broke the curse, so-called curse, and then he won in 2007. And then, like I said, he missed the playoffs twice and they fired him. So he should be very worried. If they fired Terry Francona, who was the who was arguably the best Red Sox manager of all time, they can certainly fire him. Yeah, yeah, if Francona yeah, wasn't safe, you know, Epstein, all nine, then certainly John Farrell's not safe. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but these these problems they have, they are fixable, though, right? They are these are these are fixable problems. But say that again. These problems they have with hitting, I mean, they are fixable. Yeah. I mean, are there are there guys in, are there guys that might be trade bait this coming summer? This summer, the guys that they can look at that can probably because look, the, the AL East. I mean, they're only what nine back, maybe ten back, eight. I don't know right around there. I mean, it's not like the Aliens is, is, a, is a, it's like a top-heavy division. I mean, not everybody's that great. I mean, Tampa's in the first place, but all it takes is one Red Sox run and, and a couple slumps from the, Red, from the Rays and the, and, the, and the Yankees, and they're right back in the mix of things again. The problem is they don't have a lot of tradable um, assets. Like, unless you're going to start trading minor league talent, you know, and then if you trade in minor league talent, you usually, you know, you're trying to trade them to a team that's, you know, bad already. So... It's you know I don't know how much better they could get you know yeah they're ready they're ready about remember league. yeah all they have is minor league prospects like to be honest with you and any some of them aren't even very good I mean Mookie Best is their best prospect you know right now they could well he's playing but he could they could trade him but I don't I think they'd be crazy to uh, just for just to try to make the playoffs and even even want to mortgage the future just to make the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round. Right, so that's the that, same thing too. Right, and, and not only that, they they've they already bought them out once already. Yeah. So uh, my thing is, yeah, they they need to they need to figure out what they want to do. Do you want to rebuild? Do you want to truly rebuild and take a few years and get back? And know they, I know they have money. But at some point, you have to try to get more talent in there, and you know, kind of do what the Astros did. Not that would be; they don't have to be as bad as the Astros, but you know, they can rebuild and be bad for a few years and be back in a couple of years. Or do you want to try to just continue to spend money to try to fill a problem when really that hasn't helped the work the past few years? Right, right. Did you finish uh, season three on the new black? Are you still yeah, watching? I mean, I, no, I hadn't finished it yet. I'm on episode eleven. Oh, you almost, almost done then? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm kinda, yeah, some people are already done, though, but I tried to, you know, I've been spacing them out a little bit. But, yeah, I'm on episode uh, 11. Yeah. Uh, I'm still uh, stuck on season two. Like, I actually watched the first season. I, I haven't started two yet. Um, I do plan on watching it this summer. Um, my wife and I are actually going to probably do a – we were planning on doing, like, maybe possibly doing, a, like, a uh, our annual summer, like, TV podcast, like, special – of shows that we're gonna watch, it could be from the past or the, or, the, or, the, or the future or whatever present shows. Um, that's one of the shows on the top of our list of shows you want to attack this summer. Yeah, that's a good. Like I say, it, take your time because, like I say, the next season is like next year. So, well, I, well, I, I, I already did. I I I, I let season two loop for one year. I haven't watched season two yet. So, and I and I watched season one when it was out. So I'm, I'm actually I haven't watched the show in two years. Yeah, so you going at a good pace. Because, you know, it's like well, I, say, I got a lot of I got a lot of shows to get to, man. I got a lot of shows. I, I, I mean, I, I still have shows that are pending. The shows that I haven't finished yet, older shows like like The Sopranos, I haven't finished that yet. I want to finish it in the summer. Uh, the Wire, I haven't finished that yet. Uh, there's a couple of shows I I, I get to reveal on, the, on that future podcast I do. Um, there's a lot of shows though that I haven't got to yet. I haven't finished that. I started 
Um, I'm actually finishing Friends very soon. I'm, I'm on season nine right now of Friends. So we're done with that next week or two. Um, and there's a lot, but Netflix has done, done like done like a 180, man. They they're like dumping so many shows now on 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 their on the roster. Even shows that are currently on TV right now that just finished their seasons that I haven't finished watching yet. So there's a lot to get to. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a good thing. Like I remember when they first got started, they had they barely had anything on there. Now they got a lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah definitely yeah, gives you a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, I, I had Netflix for six years, seven years. So I mean, it's one of those things where like, whoa, okay. Um, I, I see you, Netflix, I see you. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, summertime, like, and you know this, working in the media, you and I both. Um, summertime is it's pretty much the one time of the year I tend to put more time into TV because it's, it's cause it, and I love baseball. This is not yeah, a baseball. Slow. But yeah. it's slower. You, know, you don't have yeah, one every game. You, you, you can pick and choose. When football comes back, even though there's no games going on during the week, it's football, off on Thursday, of course, and Monday. There's so so much stuff going on between the week though that we have to we have to look out for, report on, yeah. and you know do podcasts and radio shows. So there's so much going on during the year, and then, and of course by the time that, by the time the NFL is rolling, baseball playoffs is here, hockey starts in October, and basketball is back in November. So I think the summertime is the one part of the year I really use my, that time to invest into my TV shows. I'm behind yeah, on. I, I do the same thing with movies. Like I'll take a I'll take a few days out the week and watch like all the movies. Like I'll buy movies or you know just stock them up for the summer and I'll just start watching them. Like you yeah, know. that's what I do also. That's what I do. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just teased up my uh, for all my listeners on uh, the uh, Reach podcast the, the summer TV special we're gonna be doing. So with my wife and we doing probably next month or so. Um, anyway, Antoine, follow Antoine, Antoine Daily. Uh, thanks for coming on the pod, man. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, like I said, basketball's over now. We get to relax a little bit. Um, OTAs is a month away. No, OTAs, I mean, sorry. Uh, mini well, camp, 45, camp, yeah. Training camp. Training camp, yeah. 45 days away. So, yeah, it's a, it'd be a little break, but, yeah. You miss, you miss football, don't you? you? You miss football, don't you? Nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, nah, not I'm, at all. I will, but you like um I'm surprised because of the Red Sox stink right now. I'm surprised you, you, you didn't say the other answer. Nah, I'm just I'm relaxing because, like I say, I know once football comes, the grind and the start, and you know I'm be working a lot. So you know I do love football, but it's just kind of like you know I mean I'm gonna enjoy my time you know away from it, and I'm you know go home a little bit, you know visit the family and things like that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my time, and you know once July comes, I start to get in football mode. I'm more getting ready for college football more than I am the NFL right now. Yeah, me too. I'm jacked for I'm jacked for college more than, more than anything else. To be honest with you. By the way, I, I, what I love to do is if I do catch up on Orange Is the Black before the summer's over, I like to do a podcast with you and I on on the show and just see where we're at with that show. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have previews like you know. I'm gonna have my own top twenty five and do like previews uh, uh the conference previews. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, Juan. We'll talk soon, man. All right, you take care. All right, man. Be good.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.